0: G'day and welcome to Feed for Thought, a regular podcast from Pioneer covering everything from farm systems to crops and products and much, much more. Hi, I'm Ian Williams and with me today is uh, Dr. Roland Simba, esteemed colleague and friend. But look, we are uh, basically want to talk today about what's happened with maize given the floods and the rain and the wind uh, that we've all experienced. Some, some areas, for example, Northland and uh, Bay have of plenty of experience for the last month or so. Um, two big, significant rain events or weather events, and then just recently, most of us in the North Island, anyway, with Cyclone Gabrielle um, Roland, We've got crops down. We've got crops flooded. Is it my crops is, down? Is it going to survive? Is it going to recover?
1: Yeah, thanks, uh, Ian. Um, I think uh, this year we uh, obviously have uh, a lot of uh, crops that at different uh, stages of. Uh, Growth or development because we have uh, different planting days. Oh, that's right,
0: because we had a wet spring, so it meant that some people planted quite late, didn't they? Yes, absolutely. So it all
1: depends on uh, the stage of uh, crop development. But what I would say is uh, that um, in terms of uh, the impact of uh, water on uh, your crop, what I would say is it uh, it depends, and it depends on the stage of uh, development. So usually when you're looking at a much uh, smaller crop, the impact will be bigger than uh, if you're dealing with a much uh, bigger or a more advanced
0: uh, crop. So, so a younger crop is going to be more likely to be worse affected than a crop which is, say, getting close to harvest? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. The impact will
1: be uh, would be quite huge, but I won't go into uh, too much detail about that. But uh, what I would say uh, is that uh, in terms of uh, impact of water on the uh, crop, is that uh, there, is, uh, there is an issue with uh, oxygen. So water, the longer the water is sitting uh, in the soil, the more impact that will have uh, in terms of uh, oxygen depletion. And this effect is actually going to be huge if the temperature conditions are much, much higher.
0: So warmer conditions are going to be worse, wetter conditions going to be worse
1: absolutely absolutely so in uh, warmer conditions the plant is uh, growing at a much faster rate therefore there's uh, going to be a greater oxygen depletion right so that's why you tend to have uh, a huge or a bigger effect under warmer conditions and uh, the other issue with uh, with water is that uh, it will have again an effect on the environment from the environmental perspective. So, if you've got water in the soil, it is going to uh, likely push the nutrients uh, down through the profile through a process called leaching. And not only that, it will also or could potentially result in uh, nitrogen loss into the atmosphere through a process called uh, denitrification. Right. And uh, in addition to uh, water, the other issue that uh, you also have is uh, silt.
0: Oh, that's right. Because, I mean, some of the rivers were just brown. I mean, it was just full mud, wasn't it? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So having silt uh, depositing on the uh, plants or on the leaves of the plants have got uh, a few issues. One of them is that uh, it is going to uh, reduce that greenness of the leaf, which is important for for the plant to photosynthesize. And uh, the other issue is that uh, the seal to also promote some uh, disease out to the plants, in particular Bacterial or fungal diseases. Uh,
0: so that's going to have implications for the maize silage harvest, but also for grain, isn't it?
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah, absolutely. And the impact
1: um, the impact is uh, likely to be uh, more important, especially for uh, for grain. But I think we can talk about this uh, a little bit later. Okay, cool. Okay, so look,
0: so that's that's water. The other big da- thing we saw was wind. Man, we had some wind, uh, and uh, oh, pretty well most of the crops that I've seen anyway have been quite heavily impacted by wind. Although it depends, there's some paddocks that haven't been too bad. Um, and in the cases where you've got crops either bending over, because some of mine's bending over, but some's flat on the ground, what's happening with the plant in that situation? And again, uh,
1: this, uh, this is a, a situation whereby I would uh, answer by saying it uh, depends. Yeah. So if the, um, if the uh, damage occurs pre-tussling, the impact will probably be uh, less than uh, if uh, they're okay post-tussling. And the reason for this is uh, the plant is uh, at this stage is still flexible, is still able to uh, elongate. Right. So there's a possibility that the plant may be able to uh, straighten up a little bit. But uh, after tussling, chances that the plant will straighten up are almost zero. Mm-hmm. And in this case, this is where you have to uh, look or assess the plant in terms mm-hmm. of whether it's, uh, it's actually, it's so it's only leaning a little bit, or it's a flat on the ground.
0: So if it's flat on the ground,
1: well, not uh, not necessarily, and again, it depends on the uh, stage of development. Oh, right. Ian. Yes. So if it's um, it's it's uh, immediately after. Uh, after pollination, when it is starting uh, its grain fill, it still has a long way to go. And if it's flat on the ground, the impact on yield is definitely going to be huge because uh, the plant or the leaves that are responsible for the photosynthesis process are probably shaded or do not have uh, full access to the sun. So the impact will be huge. That makes sense. But if the plant development is, um, is, um, is a little bit further, the impact will be a little bit slow because uh, the plant. Has possibly done most of uh, its uh, development, but
0: so so if you've got a cob that's forming and it's and it's and it's and it's leaning, you're saying that there's probably still enough photosynthetic area for that plant to carry on growing. Uh, Absolutely,
1: and uh, what I would probably say is uh, going back to uh, my point earlier about uh, leaning. So as long as the plant is uh, is leaning a bit, as long as it has got some uh, some roots the plant will or may still be able to um, to pull some uh, nutrients from the soil as well as water and uh, because the plant is not uh, flat on the ground the plant may be able to continue to photosynthesize and it may not necessarily be able to do this 100% but uh, there will be sufficient nutrients uh, to uh, to be able to get a decent yield
0: but it's probably going to have a later harvest date is that what i'm hearing you saying as well
1: uh, absolutely okay. absolutely so mm-hmm. the rate of development is uh, definitely going to uh, slow down as well if uh, if the plants are leaning or are flat on the ground okay
0: so look when do i get in and, when do i get in and assess my crop i mean I, I just want to get it i want to make decisions it's not in a good place my straight answer
1: is uh, in this case i know that it can be uh, it can be a trying time or frustrating time but uh, what i would say ian is that uh, patience is critical when uh, you have this situation because you want to uh, give it enough time to be able to assess the damage. You want to understand what the extent of the damage is and uh, we don't expect every single person to be in a position to actually be able to make the right decisions. But the good thing is that uh, we there is help around. It is, um, we, we have got some, uh, you can contact your pioneer rep you can contact your merchant or your contractor. They should be able to, uh, to come and help. But uh, as a general rule, you want to give it about uh, five days or just um, you want to give it about uh, five days before you can make a decision. Yeah,
0: cool.
1: So, Ian, um, I'd now like to uh, to move on to uh, ask you a few questions. That's right. I thought
0: I was going to get away with
1: it. So, Ian, um, if... Um, if if my crop needs to be harvested what what
0: what should i do yeah that's a that's actually that's a really good question. I mean, look, patience is a virtue, as you said before. we really want the plant to get through to about thirty percent whole plant dry matter. so what that looks like in most cases is that there's a there's a there's a wee cap on the on on the top of the kernel, and if you open the open the cob, you'll see some kind of hard starch beginning to form in there. Below 30%, we get quite high losses in terms of leachate losses. Um, so, I mean, and leachate contains sugars. So, and it's also damaging to the environment if it gets into a stream. So if it's less than 30%, you're going to have quite high losses in terms of sugars and stuff getting lost. If it's above thirty percent, okay. So then the farmer or the contractor, more importantly, has the ability to be able to go through and change the chop length. So if it's very wet, they'll go longer; they'll chop longer. If it's drier, say so it's 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 taken a while for the contractor to get there, they'll chop it shorter. Um, and 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 we can turn to a certain degree. We can turn a sil- sort of a sales ear into a silk purse. It's up to the contractor, and that's why you need to get the contractor involved. They need to see what they're about to harvest, so that they've got some idea of what they're going to do. The other thing is is that if it's been flooded and there's still quite a lot of silt and contaminants on the plant, it's really critical that that the farmer uses 11C33 Rapid React. It's a new product on the market. It contains a product which really controls, first of all, the front end fermentation, but the second uh, part of it is is, is it does reduce the heating at the back end um, and reduces the impact of any contaminants that may be in the silage. So hold on wait get the contractor involved and then and then uh maybe you know then then it's probably going to be actually going to be a, a, a great product in my experience i've seen lots and lots of maize being that's been flooded that's been harvested and it's been okay
1: excellent ian and um my crop is uh, lying on the ground is the contractor
0: going to be able to pick this maize up hopefully uh, and that's where you get the contractor ask them so and what they'll do is that they'll go against it. So if it's been blown one way by the wind, they'll come the opposite and it'll take longer. That's the only thing. It's going to take longer to harvest. The other thing is is that some some paddocks might have uh, um, 10% of the crop on the ground and the rest is leaning. In that situation, you want to let it go through to 30 30, 35% um, dry matter and you may sacrifice a little bit of the stuff that's on the ground don't expect the contractor to pick up every single plant as they would normally do. Simply, it's going to be physically impossible to do that. But yep, it, it can. We we can get most of it.
1: Perfect. And um, in t- let's move on to uh, to feeding in. I think this is uh, the area that you love to uh, talk about. How do you feed these crops?
0: First of all, because it's likely to have lots of soil in it, I'd get it tested to make sure that uh, it's 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 okay. You know, so in terms of you'll be able to see some stuff. The second thing that i think that's really important is that if it's if it's immature like if it's an early uh, harvested crop it's also likely to have quite high nitrates in it uh or potentially have high nitrates in it and if that's the case you want to make sure that it's not too high so when it comes to feeding animals you know what you're feeding uh the third the third area of course is just um making sure the stuff is well compacted it's 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 sealed well we keep all the air out leave c thirty three in it and in my experience, or even say 33 Rapid React, sorry, in my experience, it's 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 most ninety-five percent of the time, it's gonna be absolutely fine to feed.
1: Excellent. Ian the other thing is um I think it was um good to uh, indicate or to mention that uh, we do have uh, a lot of material on our website yes. to help people to uh,
0: make some of uh, these decisions. So, so they could go and pick up um, one of our technical insights, I think, which is called.
1: I think we have got uh, one on uh, on flooding, which is
0: uh, late season uh, flooding of uh, maize. Hey, look, Roland. This has been a really tough time. Thanks very much for your input into this. But for most farmers, boy, talk about stress. You need to know we're here to help. You need to know that there are merchants that are there to, to help you, uh, contractors just ask don't do this alone it's it, it's it's for most of us it's going to be too hard to do this alone and the cool thing is that if you are really struggling contact rural support trust um, they are there to help they're fantastic they're great people and it's simply a phone call away